0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Sergeant Neil Dickinson, Public Information Trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. Neil, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Neil, uh, let's talk about it. School back in session. Uh, Once again, we see a lot of young drivers on the road and it's important that they understand the rules, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, there's some rules out uh, out there uh, in Minnesota for um, provisional drivers and, and typically we, you know, what we're seeing is when they're 15 years of age, they're uh, going to get their permit and then that's a very important role for parents and adults that are going to be supervising our new drivers. It's a very important lesson in life on, on teaching them the right way to drive safe and how to control a vehicle and, and, and to watch out and avoid distractions. So, at that stage, it's uh, you know the, the parents are involved, and, and they always play a role in safety, of course, but definitely when they're in their, per, or their permit stage. And then typically when they turn 16, uh, that's when they can go apply for their driver's license. And then the first six months, um, actually the first year, they have a provisional driver's license. And there's some rules uh, that I want to touch on about getting your driver's license. The first six months, um, you can only have one passenger under the age of 20 in that vehicle unless accompanied by a parent or a guardian in there. And uh, just to let you know, family members are exempt from this rule and law. So again, the first six months of having a driver's license, one passenger under the age of 20. Now the second six months you have a driver's license, um, uh, provisional license, you cannot have more than three passengers under the age of 20. And again, and again you know, um, parents, guardians don't count family members as well. And there's some nighttime restrictions as well. The first six months, you cannot drive from midnight to 5 a.m. Um, with uh, unless you have somebody um, over the age of 25 in that vehicle. So the age okay. of 25 and over, from midnight to 5, uh, you cannot drive. And there's a couple of uh, exceptions to that. If you're going from home to work, if you're going to a school event or coming home from a school event, if you play sports, uh, typically is what we're seeing there, and if you're going to work or an employment. So just want to get that information out for our new drivers. Um, all that's going to be covered when they get their driver's license. Um, and we encourage the parents to uh, yeah. attend the what we call the point of impact uh, presentation. It's usually given by uh, law enforcement officers across the state of Minnesota. Um, I, I do those typically up in my area, and uh, we usually get a really good turnout when it comes to that, mm-hmm. and we talk about safety you know, with the new drivers and what to watch out for, what are we seeing um, on our roads, what's causing crashes, and the parents are also invited to that. So I think the parents learn a lot um, as well as the new drivers on what to look, for, look out for and how to keep their team safe. And uh, that's what it's all about, and uh, we encourage anybody, if you see those, uh type of classes if you have a new driver in your in your household uh to uh um, sign up for it it's free of charge and you also get 10 hours off of your uh uh, permit hours that are required for your new driver so so uh you do get a little something out of it and but i think it's valuable just to uh, listen to what we have to say and and uh, how to keep uh, your new driver safe
0: very good and i'll say it because teen drivers uh put down the cell phone yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely. That, you know, that's a gr- it's a good time to bring that up, too, is there's no cell phone use uh, for new drivers uh, until you're uh, the age of 18. So from 16, 17 until you turn 18, you cannot use a cell phone at all in your vehicle. Um, and, of course, with the new hands-free law, anybody that's over the age of 18, um, it cannot be in your hand. So set that up for a one-touch activation or voice command, and now you're legal in Minnesota. Otherwise, uh, you cannot hold a cell phone in your hand, and we're still seeing a high number of citations and violations across uh, the state of Minnesota. So it's taken, I think, our drivers a little bit longer to get into the habit of putting that phone down or put it away. Um, But like I said, we're still seeing far too many of those type of uh, violations occurring.
0: Yeah, Unfortunately, uh, one does not have to travel very far in one's car to see somebody next to you Doing holding on onto the, the cell
2: phone or it's looking just... down in their lap like they're getting away with something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's—I it, see it a lot more when I'm in my personal vehicle. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a lot of people are are aware that we're out, we're looking for this, but you'd be surprised if we pull up to a red light or see somebody going by us with their phone in their hand still. So, oh, yeah. and of course, across Minnesota, law enforcement seeing far too many of them still.
2: All right. Park the phone, people. You got it.
0: Uh, Neil, I think last time we talked to you, uh, we were in the middle of that uh, DWI enforcement that was right in front of the uh, big um, Labor Day weekend. Um, Do you have results on that?
1: I do. Um, That campaign, and that was pretty much over 300 law enforcement agencies across uh, Minnesota that participated in this and what that is, is, is officers uh, can work overtime uh, or extend their shift, uh, on their normal shift. And, and what the focus this time was uh, driving while impaired. So that ran from August 14th up to, until September 7th. And uh, the numbers that I've seen here, there was uh, 1,649 arrests uh, made during that time frame in Minnesota. Whoa. And, and that was up from last year. Last year at that same time frame mm-hmm. during that campaign, there was 1,479. So So there was a lot more folks out there um, violating our our DWI laws, and and they were arrested for it. Um, Also, what came about that was 294 citations uh, were issued across Minnesota for the move-over law. And, uh, of course, in Minnesota, if you see flashing lights, law enforcement, ambulance fire, even construction vehicles, MnDOT, um, you see flashing lights, you are required to slow down and move over we just had a MnDOT painting truck here in, in my area it just got rear-ended uh, t- uh, two days ago Seriously, uh, with the minor injuries. So our MnDOT folks and our Highway Department city uh, workers, um, I'm sure they they know about getting or how dangerous it is out on our roads. And we're seeing our those type of uh, vehicles getting hit. So there's really no excuse and why you can't see one of those big vehicles with flashing lights. Um, so, but, again, they're still getting hit. Um, out of our DWI arrests, too, we're seeing an increase in prescription medication um, influence, uh, driving under the influence charges as well, uh, violations occurring. So, again, if you are on a prescription medication and it, and it just doesn't make you feel uh, right and it's going to affect your ability to drive, you can be arrested for a DWI. So if you're on a medication and it just it makes your driving uh, impaired a little bit, it makes you impaired, Contact your your doctor, your physician, and let them know what's going on, and and they can uh, make uh, modifications on the prescriptions that you have.
0: Okay. Good advice.
1: There was a there was a um, um, a story out of Twin Cities during the same time frame that a uh, driver down in the uh, Twin Cities area was arrested twice in the same day for DWI. <laughs> I don't Not know enough. how that happened, but uh, wow! As you can see, somebody didn't. Uh, I guess, uh,
0: get the message. Learn
1: from the first uh, mistake that they made. Yeah. Uh, one thing, too, is is driving under the influence, of not just automobiles. Obviously, we're seeing an increase in our off road vehicles as well. We currently have 19 off road fatalities in Minnesota, which include ATVs, snowmobiles, maybe some dirt bikes uh, involved there. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing typically the cause of those fatalities driving too fast for condition. And driving under the influence, and it seems to be a common theme when those crashes are occurring as well um, wow. off the roads.
0: Neil, uh, as long as you brought up these uh, vehicles, I'm going to ask because uh, uh, I had some friends. We were up north last weekend in what I would call the boondocks, and <laughs> several times we were passed by the side-by-side uh, four-wheel type of uh, things just cruising down the, uh, the highway. And we're wondering. Yeah. Uh, we were wondering: Is are they allowed on the roadways?
1: Well, it all depends. Uh, um, you cannot be on a state highway like the interstate. Basically, uh, no pedestrians, no bicycle traffic, no uh, motorized vehicles, unless uh, they're you know they're automobiles, pickup trucks, uh, tractor trailers. So on the interstates, it's uh, they cannot be out there. Uh, When it comes to county roads and city roads, that all comes down to their local ordinances and if they allow that or not. Typically what we're seeing is if there's a state trail, and and some of the state trails end up going up on the road until they get back off the road. Mm -hmm. Those have us, you know, they're legal to operate those, but it really comes down to local ordinances. So anybody that has any questions is contact your local city or your county and and ask them about um, the off-road highway use on those. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of counties and cities that actually allow it now. And, and of course, if you're going to be driving up on a road in one of those, uh, especially the side-by-sides or ATVs, you are required to have a Minnesota driver's license.
0: Okay.
2: Um, And you probably shouldn't be carrying a beer either.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's not a good idea,
2: Tess.
0: (laughs) Those rules still apply. I know you've said this before, but the DWI laws include lawnmowers Mm -hmm. and anything with a motor, right?
1: absolutely and that's anywhere within the state of minnesota a lot of folks think that well i'm on private land i cannot get a dwi uh that's that's wrong and the the law applies anywhere within the state of minnesota
2: okay good to know good reminders that's why we have you on
0: Neil. it it, uh, seems to me that uh, the state patrol and law enforcement have an open investigation here in our listening area down in the piers area concerning a hit and run is that still an open investigation
1: It still is. It's an active case. We're still looking for any information, if anybody happened to see or hear or or anything that pertained to a uh, fatality or a fatal hit-and-run of a vehicle versus a pedestrian. And it happened on Highway 25 just north of Pierce on Sunday, September 13th. We kind of narrowed down the hours from about 5.30 in the morning to 6.15 a.m. Um, So if anybody has any information or might have seen or heard anything about that uh, pedestrian hit-and-run fatality, um, we encourage you to call um, Sergeant Lance Turcott. He's our investigator out of our Brainerd State Patrol Brainerd District, Um, and his number is area code 218-316-3026. Again, 218-316-3026, Sergeant Lance Turcott. Um, if you cannot get a hold of him um, directly, leave him a message, and uh, he's still looking for additional information that will help us in that investigation.
2: Do we have any information on the make or model of vehicle, or is that still just not known?
1: Yeah, we're, it's, we're still uh, in that in that investigation stage, um, but, you know, like I said, if anybody has any information, please contact us. And it
2: and could be the littlest thing, too, right? I mean, if you're just thinking, ah, oh, should I call it in? You probably should.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Any, anything, if you're in that area, like I said, if you heard or seen anything, we'll definitely uh, listen to what you have to say. That might help us out. Very good. The family would probably
2: be very grateful.
0: Yes. Neil, I understand you've had some interesting duty lately in terms of providing escort for some very, very (laughs) large vehicles. Uh, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, well, we've, uh, we're getting a lot of wide load escort details, um, what happens is these windmill blades if anybody has seen them they are long and sometimes we might have the towers where we have the section pieces as well those are coming into the duluth port and then they're being transported from duluth either up to uh, grand east grand forks minnesota or we've seen a lot more where they're going into the Montevideo area and they're being transported by rail down there so in your listening area and i've been on a few of these we're taking these long windmill blades and they're going right through the city of brainerd so Our typical route is out of Duluth we're going to highway 210 um south on 73 and then back on 169 up in the Aiken area so we're taking highway 210 all the way to 371 then we're turning left or south on highway 371 with those with those big blades and all the way down into Little Falls and going west from there so just a reminder if you see us coming please slow down and give us some room um we're going to do what we can to keep everybody safe in there but these Big rigs cannot travel that fast, and it takes us a while to make a turn. So on Highway 371 (laughs) and 210, uh, it's going to take us quite a bit. So please be patient with us if you get behind us or if you're waiting for us. We've had a couple close calls already this year where some vehicles are pulling out in front of us. I know one just recently by 371. Um, a vehicle pulled out where the driver had to uh, do a, manu- or a maneuver or oh, evasive maneuver and just think about it. they cannot slow down or stop while they're they're uh, hauling these big items so, so you... give us some room if you see us um, and you know if you get behind us we're gonna pull over and let you pass if we're going that slow so just be patient with us
2: And those things I mean if you're seeing something like that take it in because it's a, it's a cool thing to see those things are massive.
1: They are huge, and you know what? We're seeing a lot more of them come in into Zulu Port. and we're, we've heard that we're going to see those for the next few years. So there, yeah. a, lot of pe- uh, a lot of people are going to, uh, to the windmill uh, for energy, and Good. I think we're going to see a lot more of them.
2: All right. Bring them on.
1: <laughs> there you go. I,
0: I know we're um, – I think we're going to have you back before Halloween, but that's another thing that's coming up. But I was just going to ask real quick, school uh, is underway uh, how are we doing on school bus issues this year, Neil?
1: Yeah, we you know, we still hear a few uh, um, stop arm violations, and one is is too many. Uh, last year there was over 1,200 of those citations issued in uh, 2019. Jeez. And you're looking at about $500 fine if you're going through a school bus uh, stop arm or the red lights. So a reminder for everybody, if you see them yellow-amber lights on a school bus come on, guess what's coming out next, you know, the stop sign and the, the flashing red lights. And you're going to have students... Um, boarding and and unloading these school buses during the day so give them some room and slow down Um, and then also for crosswalk safety remember crosswalks either if they're marked we are required to yield to a pedestrian that wants to cross in a crosswalk Um, so if you're a pedestrian too and and you're gonna uh, cross Make eye contact with the driver and make sure they see you and they're going to yield to you. So mm-hmm. state law says that we do have to yield to them. Even though it's it's an, uh, a marked crosswalk or an unmarked crosswalk at an intersection, pedestrians have the right-of-way.
2: Okay.
0: Good, Good to remember. All righty. Well, Neil, as always, we appreciate you coming on to talk about traffic safety issues. Uh, you stay safe on the roadways, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next month.
1: All right. Thanks for having me on.
2: Thanks, Neil. Stay Thanks, safe. Neil.
0: That's Neil Sergeant Neil Dickinson. He is the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be heard uh, anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com.
2: You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.